I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 80 of Astractors and Podcasts. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And my usual housekeeping message, please make sure you check us out on Twitter or Instagram. Instagram is Trap Season Podcast. Twitter is Trap Season Pod. There's a link on the bio on both of those platforms. And that will take you to our link to where we are on all the streaming platforms. We've got Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, if you want visuals on everything, basically. Please make sure you check us out. Like, subscribe, leave us a review, all that good stuff, please. But yeah, bro, episode 80, how have you been? You been good? Yeah, I'm cooling, bro. Yeah? How you been? I'm all right, man. You know, fresh off uh, Manchester slapping, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> We're here for boxing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Been a bit of a, I won't say quiet week, but obviously no major fights like that. Um, that but there was a couple of fights yesterday, a couple of results. Mm. Um, a few returning fighters. I'd probably say the biggest fight yesterday was the Chocolatito um, Martinez card. I think over in mm. San Diego, I think it was. Um, obviously, Choco Tito is a draw in it. So, yeah, he's always worth talking about. Um, and Maurizio Lara, who listeners, if you remember, that's the um, the one-time conqueror of Josh Warrington. He was also on the card as well. He was chief support, wasn't he? Um, yeah. So, yeah, let's quickly touch up on that, on, on that card. I think just the, those two fights, the chief support and also the, the main fight, were you able to catch any of those or highlights of any of those two fights there? Yeah, I, I, I saw those two fights. I saw a few highlights from the other fights as well. So uh, it yeah. looks like a good card. I was gonna say, yeah, I was literally about to say it looked like it was a really good card. Um, stack card, um, and to well, packed venue. Also, we know the Latino fans they're quite similar to us Brits when it comes to backing their fighters and turn up and draws in it. So the arena looked like it was jumping, and the fights itself itself didn't disappoint. Um, might as well start with the Lara card. Um, I'd probably say that was the most dramatic fight of the evening in terms of how it ended from what I remember. And jumping, obviously, if it if it wasn't, if you don't think it was, but no, it was, it, it, was, it, it was for me, from what I could see, it definitely was the most dramatic fight of the card. Um yeah, man, Maurizio Lara. Obviously, I think he's still, I guess, under the radar after that shock Josh Warrington win. And obviously, we know the rematch didn't go so well in terms of it was um Ruled a no contest, wasn't it? I think the rematch. Yeah. 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 Was it clash of heads or, um, uh, or was it an accidental yeah. cut or something like that? It was, yeah, a cut from clash of heads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously he, Josh Warrington is kind of tied up now. Obviously he's got, he somehow backed himself. We said it was one of the finesses of the year. <laughs> he somehow <laughs> backed himself a title shot against Kiko Martinez. So to win back his old belt that he relinquished. Um, but obviously, Lara is still looking to, obviously, I won't say avenge because he won the first fight, but win, you know, win that again. And I guess the play is what match if I try and do is hopefully if Josh Warrington comes away and wins against Kiko Martinez, uh, potentially, obviously, they can set up the rematch for Josh because apparently, according to Hearn, Josh really wants to sort of exercise those demons and avenge that Lara defeat, apparently. 
So we could potentially see that play, but obviously they both have to keep on winning. And yeah, Lara was able to win yesterday against a very game opponent in, I think his name was Sanchez. Was it Emilio uh, Sanchez um, or something, something like yeah, that? Yeah. Emilio Sanchez, Sanchez. I, I think so. Um, yeah. Boy, but when I say dramatic, um, which we sort of know what Lara brings to the table. He's very powerful, very strong, very sturdy. Never seen this Sanchez guy before. Um, but apparently he was, according to what the commentators were saying, he's a, he's a good boxer, he's strong, whatever. Um, and he was looking to, it was weird because obviously we know Lara carries so much power, but this Sanchez guy was looking to stand and trade with him. And from the off, I thought to myself, this looks risky. This looks like it's the wrong strategy against a powerful puncher such as Lara. You don't want to stand in the pocket with him and take shots. You want to move around, you know, get on your, not get on your bike, but box on the back foot and try and be elusive in there. But this Sanchez guy was, was taking the shots and it was looking a bit hairy for him at times. Um, he definitely got hurt a couple of times, but this whole fight just climaxed in the third round. Um, that third round, bro, might already be round of the year. <laughs> I know that isn't one of our awards, but we might have to throw in round of the year because that third round was crazy. Um, Sanchez has hurt. Well, he started really attacking the body of Lara. And you can see Lara is visibly gassed by this body attack. Like his mouth is open. He's breathing heavily through his mouth whilst punching. That's always a sign. Like the body work was really, really telling, really good body work from Sanchez. And you've gotten now towards like the, the, the latter stage of this round. And we can clearly see Lara is really hurt from this body work and he's stunned. And he actually went down. It wasn't really a knockdown, was it, bro? But he actually did. It was more a fatigue was, sort of crumple. Yeah, kind of he was clinching and wrestling to the ground. And yeah. 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 But, he, but he, bro, he looked out on his feet. He looked shattered. Like the body work yeah. really, really got to him. Man asked the ref to pick him up, and the ref was like, bruh, oh, get up. <laughs> yeah, bro. He was he, he he looked finished. And I thought to myself, what the, where's this guy? This is the massive turnaround. The first two rounds, he's kind of dominated and looked like he was the guy that didn't get the guy out of there. And you're thinking, what the hell? Where's where's this coming from? And then, bro, out of nowhere, there's about 30 seconds left of the round. Lara's just gone on a vicious attack and just closed the show in devastating fashion, man. Brutal fashion. Knocked knocked this. Brother knocked him out. So, like, final belt. Final <laughs> belt. Final 10 seconds. You heard the clapper, the, the clapper. You're thinking, okay, fast 10 seconds. He's caught with a big shot and then gone and just attacked him hard. And then, yeah, this Sanchez guy couldn't respond. He was right, listen, down. Listeners, you got deep. The beating for the last 30 seconds was so bad that when the claxon sounded for the last 10 seconds, the ref was even warded. Um, Sanchez said, like, fight back. You need to do, need to do something because I'll stop it. There's 10 seconds left for you. You're taking the hellacious ass with me right now. Right, the referee said, fight back, fight back. <laughs> the ref was warning. like, you're gonna have to do something, you're gonna have to throw. throw Bearing back. in mind, this brother has won, I guess, for about two, right, two and a half, yeah, uh, two minutes and 30 seconds of the round, two and a half minutes. He, he's, he's the one that's dominated, he's the one that's had my man in trouble. He's had this man gassed out on his feet out of nowhere. Last 30 seconds, this guy just snaps after getting after getting to his feet after he sort of collapsed and and went you down. Know what? It was it was like the last 16 seconds, it wasn't even 30 seconds. It, it, it was it was the last 15 seconds. It was it was 
Yeah, because I was watching the clock thinking, because I, I knew it ended in the third. So I'm watching the clock. I'm seeing 15 seconds left. I said, wait. I'm thinking to myself, how the hell did this end now? Like, there's, there's like 15 seconds left. There's no way. And he's just attacked him brutally in that last 15 seconds. And then, yeah, bro, like last bell, as the bell sounded, my man's dropped. Referees waved it off. This guy's on the floor. Like, he looked finished. He, he looked <laughs> finished. Um, yeah, man, just a crazy, crazy round, especially as, as I said, my, Lara was one that looked in trouble for the bulk of that round. Lara was one that looked gassed and looked like he was struggling. And then I don't know, he, he just found something and just closed it. So fair play to the lad, man. Fair play, man. He's, he's ruthless. He's brutal, man. He's, he's yeah. going to be very fun to watch. He, he sits down on his punches. Every punch is spiteful. He means to take your head off every time he throws. And that's always an exciting fight. I, I, I think from the get-go, you knew what type of fight it was going to be. Like, yeah. like these two are going to come to swing. Uh, yeah. And that's what we saw. And what also makes him exciting, as we see, there's a bit of vulnerability there because he leaves, because he's so intent on sitting down on every punch and swinging widely, he leaves himself open. He, he can be caught. So that's what makes it like, it's high risk, high reward. But yeah, man, he's, he's definitely fun to watch. I'm definitely going to be tuning into more Maurizio Lara anytime I, ca- I can, really, because we can see, man, he brings, he brings drama, he brings something. So shout out to him. Head, he's, he's rolling and weaving is good as well, though. When, he, when he's not throwing, he's, he's sharp enough to defend, but yeah. it's when he's throwing and he's, he's a wide, these are wide punches he's throwing. Wide, he's always wide, even against, even against Warrington, crazy wide, wide. punches. Yeah. And he's sitting out of them. They're heavy. He's heavy-handed. Yeah. He's not short punches. He's throwing heavy, <laughs> wide, heavy shots. So he can, he can get caught. He can get caught in there at times. But yeah. outside of that, he's the fans ain't bad. Um, yeah. I, I just remember there was another fight which which had a crazy round as well. Suleiman Sosoko, the guy who beat Kieran Conway a few fights ago. There he was fighting some guy. And he got knocked down. Then he knocked down the other guy. It was another crazy. So the whole yeah. card was super exciting. But that yeah. went the distance. So there was no stoppage. Mm. So I think this one pips it in terms of yeah. round of the night. But yeah, yeah, crazy round because crazy. Lara looks like he was going to get gone and then took my man out. Yeah. I, and I hope he gets the the Josh Warrington. I'm expecting Josh Warrington to beat Kiko. Obviously, nothing's a given in boxing as we know. Kiko is having the career renaissance <laughs> for what we could see. But I think, yeah, the consensus is Josh Warrington should take that. Um and yeah, I hope he does want or he is able to get that fight with Warrington um, for the title. That would be nice for him. Um, I would, obviously, I'm not going to say it's going to happen. Boy, you never you never know, especially with... I'm starting with Lara. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, especially how Warrington moved last time and relinquishing that, he might not even. But if it does get made, I'm also going to side with Lara as well. <laughs> because the oh. way... Lo- because I can't lie, yeah, the way Laura did him so badly, I know that's plaguing Josh's head. I know that's mentally. It's hard to yeah. come out from that. It's really hard to come out from that. He's waking up on that like this. <laughs> <laughs> He's hearing Laura's name. Like He's shaking. <laughs> that beating he took, because he, he don't even remember it. I'm, I'm telling you now. Oh, he... He's, I'm telling you now, ask Morrington how much of that first fight he remembers. Yeah. He doesn't remember. I yeah. can tell you now. Yeah, he, he got... He, 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 yeah, boy, it was peak. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully Warrington gets a dub and yeah, boy, he's coming for you, Warrington. He's coming for you. That's what I want to say. Um, main event time, Chocolatito versus 
um, Martinez. Martinez was a late replacement. It was meant to be Estrada. It was meant to be the rematch with Estrada, wasn't it? But um, it? yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. Estrada got COVID. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. they had to bring in this Martinez guy, um, late replacement. I remember he, this Martinez guy, actually missed weight. Um, he didn't make weight. He, so there was. But he's moving up a weight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you, yeah, he wasn't. In, he was only in camp for like five weeks. I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, of course. So yeah, he didn't actually make the weight. There was a bit of hoo ha because I think Chocolatito's camp didn't want it to go ahead because of the fact that this guy was like quite heavily over the limit. But, but yeah, I guess they smoothed it out and obviously he had to pay some fines, etc. But yeah, we had a fight in the end, and <clears throat> I think I don't think I've said it before, but at this point, listeners. You should tune, probably tune in for every Chocolatito fight, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not even like, bro, every single Chocolatito fight is high, it's just exciting. He's just so exciting to watch. He's, he's usually in many, many wars. Um, and this, this one was no different. Mad exciting fight. Um, he got the W, the deserved W. But um, yeah, as we expected, this Martin, this guy, he said he was going to come forward all night and try it and Boy, he he he, he, he put in he put in effort. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, man, Chocolatito is just so good to watch, and um, I'm gonna make sure I tune for every Chocolatito fight, man. It's yeah, he's he's always always excited. I've never seen a bad Chocolatito fight. I'll be honest. He got deep. He's about like 34 now. Yeah. So he's he's and he's relentless. I mean, Bruh. it's 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 hard to describe because defensively his footwork isn't. You wouldn't think it's great, but he's always he's always in front of someone. He's always mm. there. He's always on top of you. On your like, chest, he, always. He's yeah. always on top of you. Like yeah. never out of his range. He's always in front of you. Offensively, he's footwork. He's always there. He's always in position to throw. It's brilliant. I don't know how he does it. And his guard, he's, he's got this high guard mm-hmm. that he defensively he blocks every shot. He block he carries it. every the, shot. The, 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 the winky right high guard. Um, oh. Yeah, tucking his elbows to his body. So even if you try going for the body shot. And he's piecing you up. He's picking shots that's breaking your body down, yeah. hitting you upstairs, the uppercuts landing. He's banging you up. He's a monster. Chocolatito is a monster. He actually is. He's actually a monster. Because you deep it, five weight world champion. He's only he's only five foot three. <laughs> he's a small, small guy, but he's a giant at the same time, man. He's he, he is a monster and um deservedly a massive draw, to be honest. Like he brings he always brings out the fans and whatnot and even when he, he he's lost three times, um, twice to that Thai guy, Sri Rungzavai, Rung, I can't say his name, but you know you know who I'm on about. He's also very good, yeah. and obviously to Estrada, um, close fight that one, close fight. And to be honest, none of those losses have dent the Chocolatito train to me, because um, I remember he was positioned as being like the new male ever or the new guy that the new face of the, I guess the lower divisions and whatnot. And yeah, he took some losses, but he's still been able to bring in a, lot, a huge crowd and he's still in amazing fights and he's still doing great. Um, another easy thing, if I like to use an example of the loss doesn't define you. Three losses, but he's still taking big scalps, still in amazing quality fights and still winning. So I think this is what, his 54 fight or something, something like that? There's a lot of mileage on the clock. Um, but he's still, but he doesn't look like he's lost a step to me. He still looks great. Um doesn't look like he's there's, there's no signs of slowing down to me at the moment. Um, but yeah, no listeners, if you can watch a Chocolatito fight, man, you shouldn't be disappointed. 
I haven't been so far. So yeah, it's, it's all action. It's all action, all action throws, from round one to round twelve. If he doesn't, if he doesn't knock throw, you out, he throws a hundred punches around. He's constantly in front of them. He wants to trade. He's not. Uh, people are critical of boxing when people box and move. He's not a boxer, mover. He's in front of you, yeah. throwing punches, landing, and every punch is with intent. In, they're, yeah. They're, they're power punches, <laughs> all of them. So, yeah, great yeah. fight, great great to watch, all action. And he, he, what he done in there is he didn't break um, Julio Cesar Martinez's um, spirit because he was still trying to fight at points, but he just broke down his, in terms body, of his yeah. legs. He, he lost his legs. He couldn't, he couldn't throw as much. <laughs> He like just took away all these tools and just like after the sixth round, it was a foregone conclusion that yeah. Chocolatito's got this. Like he, he mashed him up. And fair play to Martinez. He stuck in there. He was he fighting did. back. Yeah. The 12th round was super excited because yeah. he was just like, I'm going to leave it all in the ring. Yeah. But we know, we know what the Mexicans bring. We know <laughs> That's what they do. So he, he was always there to fight. We just got beaten. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Chocolatito, man. Big, big fan. Um... Yeah, hopefully we can get the Estrada rematch. Um, obviously, we know the last fight was was unbelievable, and I have no doubt that this this next one will probably. I think is that is that the third one between the two of them. I think that might be the third one. It's one apiece. Yeah, it's one apiece. So we need it, and I have no doubt in my mind it's going to be sensational. It probably might even be the best of a lot because the previous two have been unreal. So yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like ten years apart. The, f- the first, yeah. the second one. Yeah. yeah, legendary rivalry, like shades of Pacquiao Marquez, almost in terms of like the rivalry that and that trilogy. Well, we probably might even get four. You know, we might do. Who knows? Um, we end up getting four Pacquiao Marquez, isn't we? So we could do. Um, but yeah, yeah, quality, quality rivalry. Um, hopefully, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait. Obviously, get well soon, um, Estrada. And yeah, let's get that on later on this year, hopefully. Um, cool. Um, other fights that went down yesterday. Um, we saw a return to action for Jose Ramirez. Um, he was against um, um, Jose Pedraza. Um, yeah, return to win and waste for Ramirez. Um, tricky fight. Pedraza is, is actually a really... Pedraza is a handful, you know. He's yeah. actually a really good boxer. Switch hitter, naturally, I think naturally ambidextrous. He looks so comfortable, southpaw or orthodox. And um, yeah, from what I could, Ramirez had a little bit, little portions of problems in there in terms of getting his work going because Pedraza is very slick, um, very good timing, can counter very well, can box in the back foot very well. Um, so yeah, I, I think there were times where Ramirez was frustrated, but he did get the close win in the end. It was deserved. I think it was a UD, but it deserved UD for him. But um, yeah, tricky, tricky opponent to come through. But good to have him back to winning ways. He probably, I don't think he was probably like super happy with his, with his performance. But like I said, Pedraza is a real handful for a lot of people. Real banana skin. Like, but yeah, I rate Pedraza. You know, he's a good fighter. Yeah. Tank Tank made it look easier than... And I was literally, <laughs> literally going to say that seeing... Pedraza against Ramirez, and the problems he was giving Ramirez, can't forget Ramirez is a unified 140 pounder at the time, second best 140 pounder in the world. Um, almost put into perspective Tank's performance against Pedraza and how elite that was. Because, like I said, I think Ramirez, I think Pedraza gives a lot of fighters problems. 
I think. I think he gives a lot of fighters a lot of issues. Very tricky, very slick, difficult to, to hit and whatnot, and very good at countering. But the way Tank dealt with him, yeah, fair play to Tank. Yeah, that doesn't get that doesn't get enough. Like, people don't give him enough credit for that one. That's a that's a top win for me, especially the way he closed the show as well. It was that the fact Tank was being hella sloppy and I was it was getting on my nerves, but he still like Tank was almost toying with him. I swear, yeah, sloppy. No, I don't think it was that fight. He was doing stuff. I, I remember that fight as the fight where wasn't that the that was the fight where Tank won his first world title. No, I think it was. I think it was. What weight was it at? It wasn't at one forty, was it? No, one for one thirty five, wasn't it? One thirty five, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let me check. I'm pretty sure it's one where I thought was like one of Tank's best performances. Like, I think I think you that, might be right. That was a, that, that was one. That was the yeah. first time I saw him properly. And I, I said, think, "This I kid's a superstar." Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one where he was shoulder rolling. He he was looking like he was looking like an offensive version of Mayweather in there. Like he was moving yeah. mad in that fight. I like, think it's a fight after I'm thinking of. I'll, I'll yeah. write it back and remember. But yeah, I swear the Pedraza yeah, fight was the one where he looked insane. And yeah. we thought Pedraza looked average. And we're like, but this guy's not average. Pedraza's really good. And he stopped him in like the seventh. Like it was seventh, the rap fight. Seventh, yeah. yeah. Seventh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll watch it back. Just yeah, yeah, it was. I've, I've checked. Yeah, it was that one. That was the one where Loma, I, set, I set up. Loma went the distance with him. Yeah. Well, Loma won it convincingly. Yeah. He won yeah. Convincingly, he won, distance, yeah. but it went the distance. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the fight where I sucked and said, yo, this tank guy, he, 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 he could be it. <laughs> Because Pedraza was good, yeah. Pedraza, he is good. Really He's good. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll refresh my memory. I don't mind watching <laughs> back a few classics. Hey, we love it, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, shout out to um, yeah. Thoughts on Ramirez's uh, performance from what you saw? Um, any thoughts, yeah. really? Or I mean, compared to his um, former foe, just tell you that he had a better <laughs> out in the. <laughs> I said this. <laughs> he he actually won. He won the yeah, fight. Um, he did. Pedraza pro- posing problems. Um, he was a bit over eager in his offense, um, Ramirez sometimes and was getting caught on the way in. But I guess that relentless pressure from him, which we know he brings, was one in the fight. So exactly. Um, that's his star. Yes. Yeah. He, he gets caught at the times, but he'll land, he'll get off his own work <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Um, yeah, good for good to see him back out. Good to see him, yeah, active again. Yeah. And yeah, that division's still lively for me, even if um, Josh Taylor leaves. It's, yeah. It's, because I don't think he said anything about going up. I think he still wants to campaign at 140. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he could he, he could go up. He's actually big as well, Ramirez. He's a big boy yeah. too. He could go up, but I think he, yeah, I think he's content right now in sitting in 140 at the moment. So um, there's still some good fights in the division. Like you said, yeah, if Josh Taylor goes, it's not an issue. Ramirez is still there. Progress is, progress is still there. Now, Jack Catterall's announced himself as someone that's yeah. on their level. So... Tiafimo Tiafimo has come up now um, yeah so yeah that division is still stacked and it's still really good so the loss of Josh Taylor isn't really too much of a loss in that sense um, we're still going to see some great fights in the future down there so yeah shout, shout out to the 140 pounders and um, shout out to Jose Ramirez back to winning ways um, let's take a quick fast forward now next week there's only one fight of note that I want to talk about um it's our girl Savannah Marshall, or two Sav, as you like to call her, Flores. <laughs> Back in action, defending her WBO middleweight title against a Belgian opponent. Um, uh, I had a name here, but let's say it again. Um, hang on. Femke yeah, Femke, Femke Hermans. Um, 
I don't know if this is a mandatory or what, but um, yeah, it's um, she's had 14 fights, 12 wins, five losses. No, sorry, 12 wins, three losses. Um, so it should be a, a simple affair for Savannah. It's up in Newcastle, so a bit of a home what, crowd sort of thing. What are wins looking at? Any KOs in there? Or I yeah, she got, she, she got five KOs. So oh, five yeah. KOs and 12. She's been stopped before? Uh, let me check. Let me check. Because she's about to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, she hasn't been stopped. Funny enough, okay. she actually lost to Clarissa Shields. Oh. She, cha- she challenged Clarissa in 2018 for her belts. And yeah, lost UD. Probably I thought her name rang a belt. Yeah. I was thinking, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, naturally, they're going to use it as a yardstick, as a measuring stick to see how Savannah, who was probably expected her to stop her. They, 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 look, they've already got that tweet in the drafts <laughs> about, oh, <laughs> Clarissa with a distance, but I knocked her out in three or something like that. So they, 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 might, they, already, up, they might upload it before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they've, already that, well, they've already got that primed in the drafts, sitting hot, ready to press tweet. So, yeah. They've got a time on it. They've got a time Brother, on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> At this they, time, it's going up. They've got that loaded, bro. Locked and loaded. So, um, yeah, I know that's going to come there. And obviously, naturally, we're expecting Savannah W. Um, afterwards is what we're going to be interested in, obviously, in terms of... I don't know. Is Chris good? I don't know. I don't even know if she can be there. She should be. I hope she is. Sunny Newcastle? Yeah. I doubt it. But to fetch, Chris doesn't have to be there. We know she's going to say something. They're gonna have her face on the screen, regardless. She's gonna be tuning in. Uh, uh, look, bro, I'm gonna have the the, the the fight on my TV and have my phone in one hand, print just refreshing Carissa's timeline because I know she's gonna be talking throughout that fight, tweeting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the inevitable questions about Carissa Shields will happen, and Ben Shalom will come in and say, "Yeah, we're gonna try and make that fight later on this year." Blah 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 blah. Cool. Um, but yeah, good to see Savannah active. She needs to stay active. I like watching her work anyway. She's she's a joy to watch. Um, and yeah, let's hopefully she gets this win and we get that Carissa fight later on this year. That's it, really. That's 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 all we want to see from Savannah Marshall, really. Nothing else. Anything interesting on, on the undercard or is it another uh let me let me double I, I haven't checked you I can check now. Uh, uh, Scarf is rolling out weak cards, thing. Yeah. But boxer, they still got a... They've got a, yeah, I guess, sort out in terms of cards and whatnot. Um, who else is on the undercard? Mark, who's on the undercard? Um, What's him? I think Nathan Gorman might be on the undercard as well. Okay. I'll tune in then. Yeah. Oh, is Hugh Fury on the card? Is he going to be rolled out soon? Or is he on the card after? I think he might be card after. After, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll tune in and see what they're saying. Yeah. Always, always were. Yeah. At least I'll definitely tune in for... Um, see, I'll probably tune in for Marco. I actually don't mind a bit of Marco. He's all right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good, good luck to Savannah. But we're expecting a... Um, I'll probably go ahead and say KO, to be honest. Um, she's very powerful. So, um, yeah, I'm expecting the Savannah KO. We'll see what happens afterwards. That's, that's, that's going to be interesting. 
Um, I want to talk, bro. I want to talk about just some. Let's 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 delve into some heavyweight topics because obviously a lot has been in the news recently about the heavyweight division and whatnot. Um, and it's something we didn't really touch upon. Obviously, we we broke the news about Fury and White happening, the dates and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But obviously, a lot of more developments have happened since we last spoke about it. We've seen press conferences, for example, and the main talk, talking point was about how Dylan White um, has done, hasn't turned up to any of it. Well, well, only one press conference has happened and Dylan White didn't turn up, which was a big rattler for one certain side, obviously. And then another side was like, yeah, keep going. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but um, yeah, what, what make of you of Dylan not turning up to the press conferences and he's not promoting the fight he hasn't posted it about it. He hasn't posted it on his story or on mm. his Instagram. He hasn't done any promo work. Um, yeah. Yeah. We didn't really talk about it, did we? So, um, yeah, let's yeah, just we, delve yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah. Good, good topic, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's just been a, all the talk this week as well. Mm. Um, so, yes. The way it is, obviously, we've we've broken down how Dylan White's kind of been shanked in terms of the spits from the purse bids. Yeah. And I believe his contract... He's got a basic form contract which says he gets his split for turn up to the fight and making weight, or he does need to make weight, but being at the weight, being at the fight. Yeah. And he gets paid the, what's it called? Um, 20% of, he gets paid 20% of 90% of the purse bid and then 10% is for the winner of yeah. the, the whole thing. So that's, he gets lumped up. He doesn't get paid extra for pay-per-views. He doesn't mm-hmm. get any extra money. And obviously he was due to have 45% as such. And they've cut it down to 20%. So he's missing out a massive cut of his payday as such. And he's already beefing the WBC regarding other issues. That there's an arbitration going on. So he's not really required to be there. He's not, he's not required. He doesn't have to be. And he's not getting any more payment. He lives in Portugal. So he's yep. out there, whatever. A lot of people are saying it's disgraceful. It's unprofessional. tear. A lot of people are saying, yeah, like you said, it's funny jokes. It doesn't really matter. Let's be, let's be real. He doesn't have to turn up. They're making a big deal. And you can understand his gripes when he's not getting paid to be there. You see people like Uncle Frank saying, oh, yeah. And Tyson Fury saying his biggest payday is 250K, which is a lie. I, I can't believe people are eating up. I, bro, I can't believe people are eating up. I can't believe people are believing that. I can't believe it's it. It's a complete lie. He's, his biggest payday is at 250K. His last payday was, which was during the pandemic or whatever. Yeah. Good. So that's a lie. And then they're saying, oh, that are, oh, I saw Frank saying, oh, why, why should he, they asked the question, so why should he turn up? It's because, oh, he, he gets paid to do it. No, he doesn't get paid. Don't lie. He, he's not getting paid. He's getting paid to turn up to the fight. He's not getting more pays for the pay-per-views. And his point is like, he's just going to focus on training, turn up to the fight. He's not going to help sell it. He doesn't need to help sell it. In fact, him not turning up is a talking point. Is what we're discussing now. <laughs> yeah. So he's selling a fight. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 they're making a big deal out of it. He has his right to not turn up. Mm-hmm. Also, Tyson Fury is not turned up to a press conference in the past as well. Yep, he's not with, <laughs> with um. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. One. Klitschko. Yeah, he I, was, yeah I was gonna say the Klitschkos. Klitschko he didn't one. turn up to the fight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what is double standing is like you, you Frank Warren saying he's never seen a fighter do that ever. Go fight. Go done it. <laughs> So that's where that's where I have I'm some like, discernment, please, Frank. Please. That's why I look stop it. Like if yeah. he was getting 
paid and whatever, then he, sh- he should. But then I think I saw an interview with AJ the other day saying, no one cares about the press. And I was really deep to that. You're yeah. right. You know? <laughs> obviously, it builds up the fight. It gets you gassed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this People fight obviously the fight. Itself. Yeah, AJ said, like, just turn up to the fight. Just turn up and fight. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's yeah. the most important. Like, the needle between them has been there for years. It's not like it's, it's too random or there's no beef there kind of thing that like we, we need it to sell. These don't have been trash-talking each other for years. Yeah, We've been getting it on social media. We've been getting it on interviews. What, obviously, as a fan, I would love to see these two in the room. I was going to say, from, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think he, he'll be there at the weigh-in. He has to be there. Oh, he, so to we'll be. Get no, something. He, he, he can't not be there at the weigh-in. He yeah, has he to. has to be because he has yeah. to fly in and do, so he's going to be there. And we'll get something. I know we'll get something. Facts. But the first press conference, no one really remembers that anyway. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 my little two cents on it. I don't, yeah. I don't mind it from what he could be what he wants. Yeah. Um, for me, similar echoing what you say. To be honest, um, as the fan in me wants him to be there. Obviously, you know me. I, I like my needle. They don't like each other, and you, you, it's good to see energy in person between two of them. And obviously, I know that Tyson. We know he can talk. White is someone that. Is happy to run his mouth as well. Doesn't back down. We'll talk to. So I know from that perspective, it'll be great to watch as a fan. But just knowing the context behind it, I can see what White is doing. He's essentially saying, it's basically a big F you to the WBC and everything because of what they've done to him in the past. The fact that he's still beef, beef <clears throat> the fact that he's still beefing them and taking them to court you know, he's still fighting them, basically, essentially. So, and as you highlighted, he doesn't get paid more or less if he doesn't show up to any media and whatnot. So he's, I ain't going to help put in work and try and sell your fight even more, even considering how you're not even paying me more for this and you'll give me this rubbish split anyways and you're not looking to increase my split. Why should I put in effort? So I hear what he's saying. It's more of a... I don't call it a protest, but it's more him making a stand and be like, whatever, my nephew, guys, I'm not going to help sell. I'm not going to do any of the media stuff. You're not even giving me a profit of the pay-per-view, for crying out loud. So what's the point? It's cool. Um, yeah, and it's yeah, <laughs> it's a very fair point, to be honest. I see what, like I said, if this context wasn't behind it, I'll be a bit more like, come on, bro, like turn up. But now, obviously, I, for years, he's been beefing these men and throughout this entire fight, there's been talks about how he's going, you know, arbitration and whatnot. So, yeah, he's he's got a serious gripe with them and he's taken his frustrations out on not doing the media appearances and whatnot. Especially as, from what I can tell, he's not even contracted to, to because you can have in your contract that you're stipulated to come to the media appearances and whatnot. You, you have to come and promote it. From what I can tell, that is not in his, that, that, that he, he has not been stipulated to do that. So he doesn't have to do it. He's not, lo- like I said, he's not losing any money by not turning up. <laughs> I remember they asked, a, they asked Frank, oh yeah, isn't his, is it in his contract that he has to turn up to the press conferences? And it's not Frank going yes or no. Frank was like, as a fighter, it's you're a professional, so you should turn up. So that, that told me straight away, okay, so it's not in his contract. So, <laughs> so he's not contracted to. Cool. For end of them. So <laughs> but obviously Frank is there sensationalizing it and saying, yeah, he's never seen you know, it's the most unprofessional thing he's ever seen. As a fighter, you have to do the media rounds, etc. 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 Um, there was further so apparently obviously there's been a lot of back and forth between the guy who's representing Dylan White and obviously Queensbury and top rank 
Um, apparently, White's made a list of demands in terms of you know what he wants for him to turn up for the fight. Like apparently, he wanted a private jet to obviously get taken, you know, return from Portugal, very and back. Um, Queensbury apparently agreed to this, but in the end, he, didn't, he still didn't turn up. Um, apparently, he's wanted. Obviously, he's made the most extra money. <laughs> the fight. Uh, apparently, they've already allocated him six rings, six tickets for the fight. <laughs> And apparently he wanted the, like half of ringside. He wanted it for him and his people. So, <laughs> so uh, apparently he's made a bunch of unreasonable demands and Queensborough are like, oh, we're not doing that. So he's like, cool. I ain't, well, I ain't going to turn up then. So, or you know, they, they even talks about, you know, he requested that the money get put in escrow and they said, we'll put it in escrow if you come and do the media rounds. Like, it's just a lot of back and he said, she said kind of thing. And you got Frank, saying that, you know, he thinks Eddie Hearns in his ear, telling him what to do and whatnot, even though Hearns clearly said that I'm not involved in this, Dylan White hasn't, like, he, you know, he's, Hearns, Hearns hasn't been involved in any of the negotiations and whatnot because he lost the first bit. So, yeah. um, and technically, White isn't signed to Eddie Hearns. He's actually a free yeah. agent. So, yeah, a lot of he said, she said, bit of stuff. It's amusing. I, I, I won't lie, bro. It's funny seeing that side of the street get rattled. I can't <laughs> 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 it's funny, but um, yeah, uh, we 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 I, I reckon we might see him at least to um because I'm like I said they're doing a London press conference. I know that they've got London one to go. Um, I think yeah, maybe one more press conference, and obviously we still got the the weigh-in day and the media day then. So we'll definitely well, like I said, we have to see him in, in the weigh-in day. He might we might get a glimpse of him on in the London press conference, but at this rate, probably not. He still hasn't posted nothing, ain't done nothing. He's just he just posts himself training, really. So yeah. Um he's chilling. He's he's I, chilling, <laughs> just training. That's it. It was funny. I'm I don't we obviously don't know the ins and outs, but yeah, then the wife's probably trolling them before there's the buds. Like he's probably saying, Yeah, do this, do this, and I'll come and he's just yeah, no intentions to come, really. Yeah, um, but I saw what's the called? Now, people were getting on to Eddie Hearn. <laughs> I was like, Eddie Hearn, I don't want to do with this. Yeah. People were saying, Eddie Hearn's clearly he's here, all of this. Yeah. Eddie Hearn doesn't manage him. Yep. Eddie Hearn's <laughs> got him with a fight-by-fight deal. Eddie's not, the one, Eddie's not the one that is, like, Dylan White has a representative. Yeah. That, uh, that's, that's, rep- it's that man- that's managing. It's not actually Hearn. He's not Hearn. Some, Hearn, has not, Hearn, Hearn hasn't dealt, like, Hearn hasn't even, like, spoke, like, he's not, he's fully not involved in this process. Yeah. But Frank and I are dealing with yeah. As a promoter, he, he knows how certain things work. Yeah. So when they're asking him about it, he's able to answer. Yeah. And he was able to say, ah, oh, yes, um, Frank Warren's right about this. Yeah. But Dylan's White is saying this because yeah. this is what this is. And he's saying the contract in place is, these lot of contracts to do certain things and they're not contracted to do certain things. Yeah. So when one side's making a demand, the other side's saying, I, I, we don't have to do that. And the other vice versa. They're saying, yeah. So Dylan's asking for this and this. Yeah, he like, basically just saying, he basically dressed up as like, yeah, he basically dressed up as a bit of a miscommunication and a misunderstanding on both sides. Uh, it's just not it's just not <laughs> the contracts. Yeah. They communicate it, but they're just not obliged to do certain things and they're not willing to go above and beyond because mm. there's already been a dispute between the two camps in terms yeah. of I remember Frank Warren laughing at um Dylan White when he locked or knocked out. Yeah, yeah, you're not mandatory anymore. Yeah. And now you're asking him to do you favours. Yeah. Because Queensbury have to put up the money at yeah. the end of the day. They have to pay up. And if they don't have that money, he's not going to, he's saying that I'm not going to help you get that money. You just yeah. better pay me. Otherwise, you're in trouble. 
Like, run my money. I'm not helping you make money, but run my money. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, like I said, it is a talking point anyway. So, um, and to be fair, Tyson Fury can sell a fight by himself, as we know. Very, very good talker on the mic. So, yeah, Fury said doing... <laughs> the funniest one was, apparently, you know, White's representative said that they can't use his image on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that's how that's, that's how, that dude that's how white's being petty he's being bad petty <laughs> that's what i do like, uh, he's got a bug in bad yeah. said he can't even use his image <laughs> he wants image rights that is so funny um yeah <laughs> that yeah too funny um but you know it's 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 it's, it's interesting seeing that obviously and regardless we're going to get a fight but we should get a fight anyways and um oh. yeah i'm sure both do of these men taking seriously mm-hmm I hear a lot of people saying, ah, oh, it's a missed opportunity to promote himself for Dylan White. What do you think about that? Um, it kind of is, but yeah, I mean, promotion is promotion, bro. So regardless, yes, it is promotion. Being in front of the cameras, award, that is, it is a way to promote yourself. Um, but he's probably thinking he's got enough promo anyways. He's a big enough name regardless. Um, it is a bit of a missed opportunity there, but He's, yeah, for him, it's probably not too much of a dent. I guess he doesn't think it's a dent. Um, but yeah, all promo is promo in it, so. For me, yeah. the, the priority is winning the fight. That's what yeah. a promo you need. <laughs> mm. Like, fair enough. It, it's, the promo before, it doesn't matter up until you win the fight. Mm. If he wins the fight, then he's the, he's the superstar of the heavyweight division. Mm. All, all the money, fame, glory, all of that will come. Mm. Like Andy Ruiz. I, I don't remember any of the press conferences with Andy Ruiz mm. and AJ. <laughs> I yeah, I don't either. Them. To be honest, yeah. But afterwards, superstar, he became. Ah, oh, everyone needs to. He's the man. He, he's he's a <laughs> big dog now. He's ten times better than we thought he was before. Yeah. If White wins, tough us. If he does win, mm. but let's say he's staying there to focus on camp and he's not worrying about promo, mm. it might hold him in good stead. You never know. He's focused on the task, even though we know he's just being petty. But let's yeah. say he, he's just out there focusing on training, and he goes on to win then all that promo and profile boosting will come yeah. immediately, immediately. Yeah, that's no, true. Fair point. Um, uh, I, I just hope that, well, I, I'm assuming he's training hard. So, yeah, um, I'm not in, um, and regarding the whole promo thing and everything, clearly it doesn't matter because obviously we saw the uh, ticket out, the tickets got released. Um, don't know if you saw the numbers, bro. Obviously, because yeah. when they said it was at Wembley, I said Wembley, Tyson Fury, Dylan White. Boy, I, I swear I've just seen Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder struggle to sell out one of them Vegas arenas. And you guys want to do up Wembley? Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it a buck, bro. I said they ain't saying that. They ain't saying Wembley. I, I thought they would. I didn't think so, you know. Like I said, Fury and Wilder barely sold at the Vegas team. But that's in America during the pandemic, was it not? Americans don't show out like that for a while anyway. They never show out for a while. Yeah, but boy, fair, fair, no, fair play to them. Fair play to them. I hold my hands up. I actually didn't think they would sell out like that. If, I mean, if, if maybe sell out. Can sell out. Huh? If Carl Fortune Groves can sell it out, then of course what, what, Fury and White, White can. That's what, yeah, what but, I was no, thinking. No, no, but Fortune Groves had the, had the clout, though. Especially because obviously... Because don't forget, the main clout thing about that was the fact that the first one was so controversial. Yeah. So that that finished there, bro. Especially, obviously, the whole build-up was crazy because, obviously, Groves was at his neck and rattling car and whatnot. 
And then that first fight, his performance, and then that stoppage was so controversial that that sold it already. So obviously that second fight was always going to be booming because of, yeah, that was a serious rivalry. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't think that it would, like, obviously... Maybe sell out. Fury's but, a bigger name than both of them. Tyson Fury's a bigger name than both. Yeah. Of them. Okay. Maybe sell out, but the numbers I'm seeing, like it was over. Like I'm seeing hundreds of K in the queue. The screenshots and whatnot, like the demand looked like it was crazy, crazy. So, oh. and the fact that they've actually applied for an extension, they've actually—I um, don't know if you saw Frank's interview, but they've applied to have more seats put in and whatnot to ex- extend the capacity to what a hundred K or something like that because of the demand. So. Fair. I, I didn't think I didn't think it would do that in the cover numbers. Fair play to them. That's that hands up. They they, they smashed it. I thought it would. Um, mm. and what's what's impressive as well is that they've increased the price of the tickets as well, um, which makes it impressive. But mm. but I, I expected them to sell out. I mean, Tyson Fury's home, homecoming return as, mm. the, as the champion. Wembley, do um, fair play. Yeah, fair play. It, I mean, no, no, fair play. And. Yeah, I mean, White's been talking about this a long time. So, White fans, Fury fans, boxing fans, casual fans, everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah. tuned for this. Yeah, um, sick, wavy. That's cold, man. Cold. What, what's funny is, um, Frank Warren's been very critical of um, StubHub being, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Matching fights in the yeah. past, yeah. And it seems like StubHub have got a massive amount of, yes, for um, the tickets on resale on their website, which is obviously. A bit funny because he's slammed StubHub in the past. Yeah, the resale market. But okay, he's slammed the resale market. But his main gripe with Hondo, to be fair, was the fact that Matchroom would actually release an allocation of tickets to StubHub for them to sell. Made up. That's that. Well, that's what he was. He says made up. But are you sure? (laughs) Yes, yes. Because as soon as the tickets come on release. Yeah. People buy it and sell it straight away. He's just he's just made it up. They he's, can't. He's got no proof but, of it. No, but I'm saying, uh, well, I well, I don't know either. But at the same time, obviously, I know that StubHub was were promoted were sponsoring matching shows. Yeah. So I don't want to say he's in the, to me. I'm not thinking to it. That could make sense because of the fact that yes, Matchroom do have a partnership with StubHub, so they can. It won't surprise me if I reach an allocation to to whatever. Obviously, I'm trying to decipher if that's true or not. There's comments saying yeah. that it's true, that is what happened, blah, blah. Home was releasing allocations to Mac to StubHub, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, do, I personally don't know, but I know that that's what his main grab was. Not the fact that... Not, that's not, not, that's not what the... his main grab now. Before, if you look at his own interviews, <laughs> he just used to complain about it being on StubHub. Mm. <laughs> that's what, that's, he's, 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 he's moved the goalposts now. That's why I know he's made up. Before, he used to say, oh, how they got all these... That the resale market used to... But now he's maybe outlined it that this was his gripe, and he might be right. He might be very well be right, but they had the fight pass. And even if you look at, like you always see StubHub's promotions. Obviously, there's a difference between advertising and sponsorship. Yeah. So you see StubHub at Queensberry Cards in the background, in, in yeah. like the logos. All the logos are like, oh, I pre this stuff. <laughs> I work in Mike and this is, so I always pre this stuff. Yeah. And then you see, but then I think they just advertise it as opposed to sponsoring. So who knows? Yeah. You might be right, but. It's funny because it's like now you have a big event where with massive demand, you're seeing the same problem that potentially yeah. Matchroom was seeing because Hearn used to be critical of it as well. Yeah. So unless he was being sly and like slang it to them <laughs> under the table. <laughs> yeah. And they're coming out and saying, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Who knows? Like I ain't going to say he's the bastion of morality. None yeah. of these guys are. But mm-hmm. it's funny that now this is a problem you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he did yeah. say that he rather fans didn't buy the StubHub tickets and you rather see empty seats than it filled with StubHub guys but 
boy, <laughs> regardless, them tickets are getting sold, regardless. And it's going to be a sellout and it's going to be a crazy, crazy night. Um, I hope they put on a banging card. Right now, it's, it's all in place for it to be an epic night of boxing. They, they've got, they have to make sure, they have to, it's imperative that the chief support for the evening is, is on point. That's next time. It won't be a great card. <laughs> oh, I don't think it, it will. Oh, because of how much they have to put up of the, the put up for the yeah. I hope it is. I they might get is. some help from top rank. Yes, and then it should be decent. I think. Top, they I think top, large stables. They should be yeah. able to get people. I, out. I, 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 I think. Yeah, top rank might come through, in the clutch with some stuff to help them out. Maybe. Um, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. But it's for me. It's got to be a decent card, not a crappy good card. We mean not just having your stable fighters on there. We mean competitive fights. Is that what you mean as well? Because it's easy to roll out maybe Joey Joyce and other people and put them against next to no ones. Yeah, I, I <laughs> think comp- I, can, I think competitive fights yeah. for me, competitive for sure. Yeah, we need, we need to see that. Um, yeah, yeah, they should, they should make it a great a great boxing event. Make it an evening, a proper evening, yeah. boxing evening. This is pay per view, so we want we want to get our money's worth. <laughs> yeah. So, credit to Queensbury, like you've, you've done, you've you're doing a great job so far. The card, yeah. you've won the purse bids, mm-hmm. you're selling out. Let's, let's deliver. Let's, let's, let's have a good That's design. it now. You've got to deliver now. That's it. If the stage is set, let's let's mm. let's see it now. Um, Frank is experienced, he's experienced. Yeah, he boy, he's, he's he, boy, he's been there for a long time. He, he knows, you know, and Bob is experienced. So, <laughs> these are yeah, two of the most experience. two of the most experienced guys out there. So, um. Yeah, just, Eddie Hearn's been dominating the UK for the last 10, 10 years yeah. and doing yeah. all the big cards. So, yeah, yeah Frank, show, show, show your experience now. Show him how it's done. Don't worry, show, show your trick. Don't worry, show yours. <laughs> <laughs> um, same with the heavyweights quickly. Let's, let's quickly talk about, I guess, the landscape now. Obviously, Fury and White locked in. Nice. We're hoping that that's a nice little roadmap now for AJ to fight Usyk on the rematch to handle the business there. But obviously, what's going on with Ukraine and whatnot? Unfortunately, obviously, Usyk has gone off to defend his country and whatnot. So that I guess leaves AJ a bit of a crossroads in a sense, um, in terms of what to do. Um, he could just, I guess, sit out and wait to see what happens over in Ukraine and that situation over there. But he's rightly, for me, said that you know he's not looking to sit around. He wants to fight. He wants to get out there. Um, so yeah, I guess the question is, I guess, what should AJ do? Who should he fight in the interim whilst he, I guess, waits for more clarity, clarity on the Alexander Usyk situation? Um, yeah, man, that's it really. I mean, do you have anyone in mind? I would like for him to fight Wilder, but you know, Wilder is an R&B singer right now, apparently. So <laughs> all I need is what I drop of you. <laughs> You were saying you don't think that's him singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me, I wouldn't need to load that back up. I hope he drops that tune. <laughs> Come on, no word now. He's in the studio. I thought, oh, is he rapping? I said, okay, what? <laughs> and then I came, one When I hit that note, I said, yo, <laughs> all I need is one drop. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, what, I, I, what I don't know. I don't know what Wilder's doing. It's clearly not boxing, though, so probably not an mm. opponent for age, unfortunately. Even though I'd be great, obviously, but yeah, man. What else, man? Um, someone he said Joe Joyce. You know, <laughs> I watched an interview with him in Chizora. 
And AJ said, yes, I'm cool with Joyce. Chizora said straight away, no. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, I don't Chizora, know. No, no, it's a good one. It's a good AJ, I'll tell you what about AJ. Yeah. He's, he's never seemed to duck anyone or turn anyone down. Ever. He's always seemed like he's, he's on it. Like, whoever, if you say a name to him, like, yeah, I'm happy to fight him. Like, he's, he's always down. Yeah. Like he said from his career, from the start of his career, middle of his career, that he wants to fight all these guys, any mm-hmm. any one of them, he's happy to fight them. So I don't think he, he cares too tough. It's always yeah. when it comes to the business side that things get a bit difficult. Iffy. Yeah, I think pull out Luis Ortiz, whack him up quickly, mm. and put put that one to bed. Like people mm. said, you grab him, little little nice little interim fight. That's what yeah. it is. It's an interim. It's, it's interim fight. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, get him and whack him up. And yeah. That's someone people that like people have said, oh, he's ducked him and what where tear tear. Yeah. Get him out of the way. I think that's that's what that's one I'll I'll is interesting. Mm. Yeah, because because I feel like there isn't really anyone out there that, that fits the bill. Because I think mm. Wilder would have been would have been the best, but we don't know if this guy is gonna box again. Um not interested in seeing him fight Andy Ruiz again. Um, although some people still think he should take that, he should fight him again, you know, because they say, oh, one, one, it's one apiece. They want to see that, you know, rubber match and whatnot. Um, I doubt Matchroom will do that again. It's probably too risky to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Joe Joyce, the, you, know, the, you know, the young, the up and comers, the Joyce's, the Hergovich's and, and whatnot, they'll probably say that's a bit too risky right now, especially because this is just a fight to have in the interim to hold them over until Usyk gets back. So a lot, you don't want to lose again and then go into, you know, go into the Usyk fight with a loss. It's something that semi-competitive almost, not something that could, you know, be risky or high risk, little yeah. war kind of thing. So a Hergovic or a Joe Joyce, I don't see happening. Um, yeah. It derails so, too much of their, 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 their plans already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So who's up there really? Yeah, boy. Ortiz, Ortiz is yeah, the right like, end of his career. Yeah, yeah I guess it is. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. So, so then pack it, and then boom. That, nice wait, yeah, I guess that I can think of. That's it, really. I mean, he wouldn't fight Chizora. Joe Parker didn't... I don't see I that thing. See yeah, that's like, <laughs> I can't lie, I don't want to see that either. I think AJ <laughs> wins that again comfortably, to be honest. Um, yeah, he he's, he's, he whacks up Ortiz though, but yeah, it's what it's yeah, put yeah, it to bed. I that's guess what would, that's what he needs. A bit of yeah, yeah, at least at least put the Americans to bed at least a little bit because I they, promise you, a lot of people say Ortiz beats him. I promise yeah. you, all the Americans do. All the Americans will. All the Americans will say he beats him. Yeah, He'll wrap him up. He'll wrap him up. <laughs> comfy. Might, yeah, might as well sleep him and then move on to the next. Like who else is even out there? Like, as I say, there's, I there's, there's not really much, you know, out there. That fits that, the bill. That's like worthwhile for an interim fight. Where that fits the bill. On the line. There's not much out yeah. there, you know, because you you got a bunch of people who are on the cusp, but it's high risk. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of whack people, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. And obviously, you got the people he's beaten already. He's and already then the people, the, 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 the people he's beat, and then White's taken. Like White would have been a great fight for the interim, but then White has got his shot now. So yeah, they they really. And you, you got, one in, maybe? I was going to say, what? Don't want to see that. That's, that's What's that? That's a nothing fight. But to be fair, it, to, in, interim, one is actually right. Yeah, interim, yeah. interim, that's all right. Because that's a common opponent they will have, share with Fury now, um, oh. apart from Kutcher. So, yeah, one in, maybe. The yeah. Jared Anderson's still up and coming. Like, it's probably too early yeah. for them. Um, 
The Frank Where's Sand- Miller? Where's baby? Where's baby Miller? Brother, baby Miller. Brother, Miller. that guy should be bad for life. <laughs> um, Frank Sanchez uh, still, still kind of up and coming, high risk again, so probably not. That would be yeah, but exactly that these He's, guys no, are he, path to yes. titles. I feel so. I don't yeah, think yeah, fighting yeah. interim is worthwhile for them. Yeah, uh, and like I said, high risk. These guys are actually really good, so. It, yeah. It's it's a big derailer if he loses these men. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. But it's good that he wants to stay active. But yeah, it's just finding an opponent. It's gonna yeah. be tough for them to find a credible. And they can't. The thing is, they can't find a bum because you know guys will then say, "Look at AJ fighting bums." But Fury's fighting white block. Like, Tia, he can't win regardless. <laughs> to be honest, um, yeah. but well, yeah, he won't even be on. He won't be on. It shouldn't be on pay per view. Anyways, the zone, but the obviously yeah. launched their pay per view. It shouldn't. Whatever, he, if he does take an interim fight, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be pay per view. Michael Hunter. He lost or he drew his last fight. Was it, was it a draw? I think it might have been a draw. I can't remember, no. but it, it was something. It was very uninspiring. I remember. Yeah, people. That could be one. People. People won't be impressed. He didn't win, so mm. maybe yeah. I'll, I'll Good go fighter. He's fought, but, like, yeah. on Michael Hunter. Yeah, Hunter's like someone who's lost. He's been around the level. Yeah. He's a good, good fighter. Yeah. That kind of thing. Someone who's, yeah, maybe Michael Hunter. Yeah. Those three, but maybe. No one, no one who's got real aspirations to go on and win titles, I don't think it's worthwhile <laughs> for them. Um, yeah. 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 yeah I it's you. too dangerous for you to. I'll, I'll yeah. say Ortiz. Yeah. Put that Ortiz, smash him up, <laughs> knock him out. <laughs> You've been looking for that one for time. <laughs> I not even too fast, but then it just puts it just like, okay, yeah. bye bye Ortiz. Like, it, shot, it, it, it shuts the Charlemagne top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People, people still say it, and I'll be saying for time, my man cooks it. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's another name on his resume. That's that's why. Rada would be win. perfect, man. But yeah, yeah, is what it is. Yeah, I I like, but yeah, Wilder's yeah, he's not sure what he's doing. Uh, I, I said I think he might retire. You know. Yeah, I think so. he might. You know, but yeah, we'll see. Um. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Hopefully, he can get a fight. Um, yeah, he's he has to fight. He has to fight. There's no point sitting around. He needs to get active again, sharpen himself. Um, probably, yeah, it'll do him a world of good as well, especially as Usyk, as we know, is, is no slouch. And we hope that situation over there for Usyk sorts itself out and you can see him returning back to boxing. Um, but yeah. What do you think of the trainer announcement? I've not read it properly or seen it properly, but I saw like tweets about Yeah, I saw the headline. I didn't even want to read it. Um, yeah, so AJ apparently has announced this Angel Fernandez guy is gonna be his new head coach. Um, this guy's been in this he's been in this camp for a couple of fights now, to be fair. As Ruiz too, I believe. Since Ruiz too. Um I think obviously Alex sort of came on and said he doesn't even know where he's come from or what he does, kind of thing. But <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's now inherited. AJ, um, yeah, I have no idea about this one, bro. I'm kind of lost. <laughs> I can't front. Um, it's kind of come out yeah. of nowhere. I need, I need more verification. I, I, I don't believe it as such. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I'll share my opinion in terms of AJ's not in a full camp at the minute. He's yeah. just ticking over. He's, he always stays. He lives the lifestyle. He constantly yeah. stays in the gym. Yeah, I believe he's staying in the gym, and through that, he's Angel Fernandez is with him. Um, mm. What's his name? What, who's his former head coach? I can't even remember. McCracken. Um, Brit- Mc- Rob McCracken's probably doing his Olympic stuff with people. I don't know what he's doing. He's yeah, we, we, saw, we saw him in, with Gamal Yafai. Um, oh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, so he's, yes. All the Olympic fight, yeah. So he's all constantly working with them. So I, I believe he's still in touch. Because he's not in a full camp right now, 
his team aren't fully together. I saw an interview saying AJ is listening to a lot of um, Virgil Hunter at a minute. So I don't okay. know if that's in person or if he's watching old interviews back or whatever. I yeah. don't know. Maybe he's in contact with him. I just think AJ's currently ticking over, working yeah. in the gym, and Angel Fernandez is he's helping him with him. Yeah. At a minute, when a full camp starts, I believe that's when we'll know who his head coach is, and I believe Robert Crack will still be there. Yeah. Um, in time regard, he hundred percent will be. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, I agree, we'll I agree with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see when it, when the time comes. He needs to get a fight first. Well, yeah, sort a fight out first and then we can see or watch a domino sort of um, fall into place. Um, cool, yeah. Anything else you wanted to add, bro? That's it for today, really, man. Unless you want to quickly touch upon anything else? No, nah, I think, I think uh, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, calm, calm, calm. Um, yeah, well, we'll wrap it up there then. Another great episode. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Episode 80 of the Chat Season Podcast. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And make sure you keep rocking with us on all the streaming platforms. Peace. Yeah.